Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. ...starting to give up because they can't afford to get a, a, a good job or own a house. A million Venezuelans voting uh, for this assembly saying it's actually less than three. It is. And people are going to start rioting in the streets. ...was reported to have asked Putin for military support that would help him stay in power. We will make America safe again. And yes, together, we will make America great again. And they ignore him. Eight more years goes by till Bernie himself finally admits to his sons, hey, I've been running a Ponzi scheme. Does its dominance mean it can use the alliance for its own ends? Since 1981, bond yields, also known as coupon rates, have just gone down and down and down. The Federal Reserve note will be your biggest financial liability. Thanks for tuning in. I appreciate everybody joining me this after this evening. So tonight's conversation topic is the economy and President Trump's tweet today. And what's I got a couple of things I want to share about that and get your thoughts on it. And so more importantly, before I dive any further, make sure everybody can hear me. We're good to go. Uh, let me know where you're watching from. We'd love to acknowledge your presence over in the chat. Then there's a number, 313-462-0027. Give me a call and uh, we can get it going. So other than that, uh, I want to find out who's tuning in thus far. And then uh, we can get started. I got a couple of things I want to share with you and just, you know, articulate my my viewpoint on this whole matter, because I think it's inevitable. But what is the what is the president trying to do with these statements? Like, wh- like why is he trying to hang on to something that's clearly dying is my question. So I want to find out from you guys. So we got Scott Robinson. We got uh, Excalibur. We got Zach. We got uh what else we got here? We got uh, Bang Banger Community. We got Gold is Power. We got Terry Brown, Queen, 5MM. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm butch- butchering it. Um, we got Tony Blaylock. <laughs> yes, yeah, everybody said check your volume. So, yeah, we're good to go. So, I appreciate everybody. Uh, we got Rod Hoff from NC, Johnny Deep. Uh, appreciate everybody for tuning in. Oakland in the house. Okay, so with that being the case, I'm curious to find out what you guys think. And so, what economy? What 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 economy exactly is President Trump referring to when he's touting um, that we have the strongest economy? Of course, we have the strongest economy at this current point because every other economy is extremely weak and vulnerable due to policies that probably start here and and uh, work its way out. So uh, I'm, I'm trying to figure out. I'm trying to get a better read as to what exactly he's up to because uh, he ran upon. A fake economy, everything being fraudulent and manipulated and phony and everything of that nature. But now, apart from him, I guess, shaking up some things according to his standards, it's the greatest economy in, in, in world history. So what exactly is our president doing? And unfortunately, uh, he, he's setting a lot of people up for failure, I believe, because there's a lot of people out there who probably listen to um, and follow the president and really believe that this economy is, is very, very strong. And my biggest problem is that he always relates the economy, the health of the economy to the stock market. 
And so when the stock market is having issues, vulnerability it drops a little bit. You never hear him talk, you know, talking about a strong economy. But then when it goes back up, he makes sure he references the fact that, you know, with all-time new highs in the stock market, usually referring to Dow Jones and NASDAQ and things of that nature, but Dow Jones primarily, he refers to the health of the economy in relation to a number uh, that's extremely artificially pumped up. So, yeah, let's try to walk through this a little bit. I want to share some visual aids with you and get a better sense of what's going on because perhaps I'm, I'm overlooking something or reading too deep into it. I don't know. But let me know. I'm interested to find out your thoughts. So I'm going to check in the chat. Let me see. Is it keeping himself uh, relevant? We don't have a strong economy for 1%. We do have a strong economy for 1%. Yeah, and it's it's going to get stronger once these rates continue to drop and uh, more stimulus is being injected via the repo market. I've also heard of a couple updates about that, but dive into that as well. It says Clayton says 90% of people think the stock market is the economy. And that could be a problem, a big problem, because if we use history uh, as a lesson to learn from and as a way of kind of guessing what could possibly happen. Um, I want to pull up the Dow Jones chart in a minute and just walk through some things. I'm not a TA guy, but yet I just looking at the graph, I would guess where this thing could be heading. And if the economy is directly tied into a number of a Dow Jones or NASDAQ, S&P or whatever, then if that number fluctuates the way that a lot of analysts are predicting, there's going to be a lot of disappointed people. And therefore, uh, what type of excuse will the president use when he refers to the Dow Jones being at all-time highs? And so, uh, Corv3242 said he is trying to get the Dow to 30,000. Yes, I do believe that. And when it gets to 30,000, you better believe he's going to tweet, all-time new high Dow Jones. And so... What, what really bothers me the most is that for those that are not aware of how the monetary system works and how uh, monetary policy has taken over the world to where it surpassed the importance of fiscal responsibility and fiscal policy, it has become the lifeline of the global economy. And so when you hear about P.E. ratios, price to earnings ratio being well over the norm in bubble territory where uh, the price of a single share of stock is far beyond its true valuation of the actual company itself, which lets me know that it's artificially propped up and ready for a correction at any moment. So in regards to the, you know, will the economy crash like 1929? Um, it's inevitable to me because every market has a correction, but because this expansion has been so artificially held together the crash like 1929 will pale in comparison because there's so much more um, uh, factors that have been brought into play now with debt up the wazoo, all types of conditions that were not present in 1929. And so, yeah, it, it's going to get real, real ugly. So one of the things where don't listen to what, let me say it, should I say this? Don't listen to what, the one percenters say, given that Donald Trump is one percenter, watch what they do. And then, you know, I got an article here. I'll pull, I got to find it. But when you see articles that says um, uh, retail investors is getting into um, is getting into money markets or going into cash, then you know something's going on. So what are they getting out of? What are they selling in exchange for? Uh, becoming a little bit more liquid themselves. 
And so definitely they are selling equity. They're selling bonds. They're selling anything that can move to get into cash. And had a conversation with John Rubino. And he was basically saying when, when that type of thing happens, that's basically signs of a panic and lack of confidence. Therefore, people are looking to reassure their ability to purchase assets when the correction or crash occurs. So, yeah, we are in for a heck of a ride real soon. And the problem is when you got a president that tweet, tweets as much as he do, um, it's hard to really believe what's true because you naturally you tend to want to believe the leader of your country. And so this tweet here, uh, which was a, a thumbnail, says our record economy would crash just like 1929 if any of those clowns became president, referring to the Democratic debate last night. And of course, you got thousands of tweets and thousands of comments. And so one thing that really stood out that I found to be very interesting is that this tweet itself, it took place at 429 a.m. So this morning at 429 a.m. from Donald J. Trump's Twitter account, he posted this statement here. So my question is, was this like a pre-populated, like he has a already some populated tweets that's ready to be rolled out, or is this gentleman really up at 429 uh, tweeting? <laughs> so <laughs> I'm curious to find out what you guys think, because when I saw this tweet, when I saw this tweet here, the subject heading is very interesting, but then I saw the, the time. I'm thinking like, is this guy really up at 429? Did he watch the whole debate and decide to stay up? And was he working? Or does this guy sleep all? I mean, like, come on now. 429 in the morning, this guy is up tweeting. Unbelievable. M. Howard, I appreciate that love offer, my friend. It says, I saw an article today saying this is the best time to buy a house. I'm not sure what, how to go about this. Uh, M. Howard, I appreciate um, the contribution to the channel. And so... Let me just share my thoughts initially with you. Of course, this is just an opinion, no financial advice here. Um, as far as the housing market, the best time to buy a house, be leery of articles that encourage people to buy houses. Just like last night, I referenced that um, Bank of America, someone shared with us, the Bank of America is looking to incentivize people by giving them a grant to, to for down, down payment costs and all those you know expenditures is taken care of. Because the whole goal is to get millennials and the younger population into housing to keep the housing market stable. Because as of now, if you haven't noticed, there's more houses available than there are buyers because of the price. So whatever you're probably considering buying, consider it uh, to be extremely overpriced, more than likely. And if you were to wait and be patient, perhaps you can get something a little bit more affordable as all these things unwind, depending on what you're allocated in as far as uh, being on the on the on the the good side of the equation as far as uh, what you're holding weight-wise or, or, or paper-wise, whatever you do for yourself. But in my personal opinion, buying a house at this current point, you're, you're buying into a bubble. So if it bursts on you and you know it's a bubble, then I wouldn't venture that route. That's just my thoughts. Anybody in the chat have some comments you want to leave for Mr. M. Howard, feel free to do so in the chat or call in. So yeah, great, great question there, my friend. Yeah, like the, the asset bubbles. Um, monetary policy has artificially inflated up a lot of things that has deceived that have deceived people into thinking that their net worth is greater than what it really is. But when you, if you were to remove the stimulus that was injected since the last recession, 
And if things were allowed to have corrected, where banks had to address their issues and a lot of foreclosures and a lot of uh, banks went out of business and there was a complete meltdown, but then a chance to rebuild, we probably more, more than likely would be have been rebuilt by now and then something's relatively stable. Um, but yet, because the things have been artificially propped up, you know, the typical business cycle, boom, bust, that happens in, in a capitalistic society has been artificially altered to where we're still stuck up at the top of a boom that's artificial. So, yeah, just a part of the whole wave structure, it can't continue to go up. Like, you know, imagine something just continuing to go up. At some time, there has to be a correction. And when it corrects, because of all the manipulation to get it to that point, I can only imagine it has to correct down that much further than normal, which is what we're going to experience. And, of course, because everyone equates their net worth, their their portfolio wealth in, in equities, the big biggest measurement and the best way to probably pay attention to it is probably just, you know, guess at how low the Dow could go. Like, how how low do the Dow, can the Dow go at this current point of 27,000? I do believe that the next two, three years, give or take, they're going to try their best to get it to 40,000, 50,000, but yet... Once again, those numbers to me have no real significance because your nominal worth could go up and can go up and probably will go up. But yet if your purchasing power along with those digits aren't the same, you probably look good on paper. But yet when it's time to go to store to purchase things, more than likely it's going to be a fair trade off or a little bit less, in my opinion. So, yeah, good stuff there. Says any currency that crashes, assets triple. That's what it seems to happen because it becomes that much harder to go out and actually acquire tangible assets, tangible goods, tangible things, real, real things. When I say real, physically formed or manufactured or whatever items become harder to acquire because, once again, most people won't be willing to let something of of value go for some paper or some digits. So, yeah, history is always a good teacher. Uh, Melvin Callahan says, 2 Thessalonians 2, uh, 11, For this reason God will send upon them a deluding influence so that they will believe what is false. All right, I like that one. Good evening. Did you check out EO thirteen two D two? Let me look into that. What is that all about? I will check that out. Going up. I mean, it's. Look, sorry about that. Looks like we have a call. Let's find out if we can get somebody on here. Man, why does this not work? So, once again, not sure why this is not functioning properly. Let me close out some windows and see if I can get this going. So I apologize for that. Give me a call back and we try to get you on here. Yeah. One man show here, one man operation here. Always a work in progress. But I'll give you a call back. We get you on here, and I'll check out that uh, executive orders one three core principles. No, I have not dived into it yet. I will leave it up on my screen and make sure I thumb through it because the other day it was kind of lengthy and not able to do it on air. So speaking of the Dow, let's just play with some numbers real quick. So I want to actually pull up uh, the Dow Jones. I want to pull up the Dow Jones and see what we can do with it. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I'm going to try to let me give you try to give you a call back. So I'm hitting answer. It's not going through, so not much I can do about that. You have voicemail box of six seven eight. 
Hello, caller. What's your name? Where you calling from? Yo. Hey there. How you doing, my friend? What's your name? Where you calling from? Hey, man. This is uh, Howard from Georgia. All right, from Atlanta, Georgia. How you doing, my friend? What's on your mind tonight? And you just uh, tweeted something about Trump, and you were saying that he said uh, that uh, Democrats will basically crash the economy if they become president. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm thinking, I, I think that, like, he's basically, like, he's not dumb. Like, he's just setting it up. Like, yeah. He knows that he's probably going to lose the election. Mm -hmm. So he's trying to, like, not tarnish his, like, legacy or yeah. name. Yeah. So I'm thinking like he's just like basically like okay, I'm just push everything over to them if that makes sense. Yeah, it does. But here's the th but my only issue with that would be he came into office from a Democratic president touting you know all that numbers all the stuff he was talking about was lies and numbers were lies everything was weak and the economy was fake, but then he owned it for a second, and so the likelihood of him trying to pass on a booming economy if it's still booming as he transfers power over or if he stays in office, it'll be hard for the people to believe that within his two years, we still have all-time highs. It was, it was relative all-time highs under Obama as well. So it's like, okay, what really is he touting as being a great economy? And then if it was to crash, he will get the blame for it because it was doing so good under his watch. So it's, what, it's kind of tricky to see how he's trying to play this. But I mean, he, he, I, I assume he ha he has a plan, or he has been given direct directions, directives on how to see this thing through. So uh, time will tell. But no matter what, this boom cycle can't go on forever. And when it ends, it's going to be very painful. That's what I believe we all can agree on. It's not going to be pretty at the end of the day. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, I was watching uh, this guy Peter Schiff mm -hmm. earlier today, and he was talking about. Uh, 
and the deficit was half a trillion dollars. And so since that time frame, and then also there's, I can kind of see according to what's measured here, there's a little bit more green. There's a little bit more green overall. <laughs> and so of course some things are missing here, but there's more green. And then you have the largest budget items, which is Social Security, Medicare, Medicaid, the war syndrome we have, federal prisons, income security, interest on debt was $253 billion. And so all those numbers there have grown substantially and they have not been able to cut into any of our expenditures or been willing to address the need to cut. So the, the deficit will continue to rise and the debt will, will rise too. Now, common sense to me tells me that debt can't increase exponentially without there eventually being a day of reckoning. So whether it be two years, five years, there has to come a point where these numbers must be addressed. And all of these numbers here are denominated in your national currency. And so it's one of the things where if you kind of can sense where this is heading, you probably should really begin rethinking the future because one of the things that concern me is I know I'm more than confident these numbers will, they will go up. They won't go down. Therefore, how can you determine a number to retire on? How can you say, it, you know, I'm going to look to retire in, in whatever number you throw out there, 5, 10, 20, 30 years with numbers like that, knowing that the monetary base will expand to accommodate all these expenditures here. Therefore, inflation, real inflation on the streets, prices of goods and services also will go up because the money supply always, you know, in, a, in an inflationary environment outpaces the, the, the actual physical goods that are created. So there's going to be a supply and demand issue eventually to where, yeah, um, that's what's really going on. So, uh, man, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's, when you look at it from this standpoint, when you look at the numbers of ones and zeros, there's no good news directly. And so it boils down to the activity and the actions you take. If you really believe that all these things are transpiring, uh, will not end well. It's on you. It falls on you. You're responsible for yourself in this moment. Ain't nobody coming to save you on this world, on this planet anyway. You know, the Lord, you know, if you're a believer in Christ, then of course there's some things you can do to to hedge your risk against this particular system. But that's another conversation. So let me see. Faith says, let me tell you, whatever you think is going to happen in the U.S. is going to happen. So let me see if we can actually get a caller on here. Hello, caller. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Omniball from the chat room. How you doing, my friend? What's on your mind today? I'm all right. How are you? I'm doing good, man. Good to hear your voice. What's on your mind? I actually have something to share, right? Go ahead. Please do. Now, I understand your concern with crypto, mm -hmm. but you have those like self that are out here actually doing something with rather than just sitting on mm -hmm. Meaning... You can take, okay, we're in negative interest rates right now. Mm -hmm. Banks ain't really giving you no money. Mm -hmm. That's why you got a lot of them starting to get into crypto, all these different different uh, agencies, or whatever you call them, businesses, right. getting in offer, and they're now starting to offer percentages. Why? Mm -hmm. Because staking is the prevalent part to this game. Mm -hmm. Mining for Bitcoin is prevalent. Mm -hmm. Staking alts is prevalent. 
mm-hmm. can actually generate and have an income. I wanted to say all that to say this. Mm-hmm. I have multiple, let's use Exodus as an example. I use Exodus also. Mm-hmm. Exodus Wallet. I use Atomic Wallet. And, oh my God, what's the name of the other one? Um, Garda. Garda. I, I use several different wallets. Okay. <laughs> but I have several different purposes mm-hmm. for each one. Yeah. Right? Yeah. All of them for Exodus, Atomic, Garda, even Waze Wallet. What do I do? I separate them. One for retirement, one for my kids, one for each of my kids. Mm. I have one for food, one for each one of those wallets is staking. Mm-hmm. Now, it may generate mm, 10 to 15 now. Mm-hmm. I don't mind. Yeah, you said 10, 10 to 15 dollars? When it was generating, the, when it was generating 15 dollars, it went up to 150 and plus yeah after you know after the rise yeah so imagine imagine how happy i was when you have multiple wallets for different purposes yeah and you got extra for each thing yeah i hear you man yeah i mean you can take you can you, again you can look at it from a long-term perspective yeah. of just holding it or you can look at it from a long-term perspective of actually doing letting, it, letting your money work for you yeah and that and that's what I said. Stocks out there, people buying stocks, and, and you know they buy buying and selling, buying and selling. Meanwhile, smart investors are looking for stocks that are paying out dividends. Yeah. Why? Because they don't have to keep buying and selling; they keep earning while everybody else is driving themselves crazy. Yeah. Hey, Omni. So, I, the information you're sharing is very, uh, very appreciative. I'm, I'm very appreciative of it. And so my whole skepticism on cryptocurrency is that you are knowledgeable. You know what you're doing. And so you obviously have a game plan with yours, but majority of the people have no clue. And the educational curve is going to, it's going to be a while. And so in the meantime, my concern is that there's going to be so much false information given, so much deceit, so much theft, so much, so much problems being brought into this ecosystem because of the lack of information on how to, do what you're doing. And then a part of what I was mentioning was just the, 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 the cons of it. So in your opinion, are there cons to uh, the blockchain, cryptocurrency from, a, from any, any standpoint? Is there anything that could go wrong that you are conscientious of? No. Okay. <laughs> Standpoint, I, w- I would say using the on ramps is, mm-hmm. is a con in itself because you got a KYC. Mm-hmm. But then again, you can find places that you know you don't. You can just send them from Western Union or send them a PayPal and think you know I'm not going to get to how or where to go through that. <laughs> but again, people got you know when you when you want something, yeah, you do the appropriate research and you learn. Yeah, you'll find out. Yeah, you know not every. When email was introduced, everybody talked, great, how are you going to send email electronically? How is that going to be done? Well, guess what? You figured it out, didn't you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Good stuff, give man. <laughs> and, and give it time. And, and, yeah. and people learn that there's actually an actual usage, and you got more and more people. Mm-hmm. Hold on. I won't cut that off to say this. Mm-hmm. I watched a documentary, and it was some... I don't know if they were scientists or just regular, you know, explorers. Mm-hmm. They were trying.
had to get onto an island. And on this island was a bunch of monkeys. Mm -hmm. And I believe they said one person on the island and the monkeys killed them. So get comfortable with the monkeys. Mm -hmm. It kept dropping fruit. They dropped fruit on the beach. Mm -hmm. And the monkeys came and ate that fruit with the sand on it. Mm -hmm. Remember, it's on the beach. Yeah. One day they witnessed one monkey dip that fruit into the water, into the ocean, and then eat it with no sand. Mm -hmm. The next time they came, two to three monkeys repeated the same process. <laughs> the following time, <laughs> ten monkeys, the same process. Guess what? Yeah. After one discovers how juicy and tasty that fruit really is, mm -hmm. more will learn. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good one. So basically, all it takes is one. What? And you know what? Yeah. It's not like the information isn't out there. Yeah. You're in the world. You're in the. You're in the age of the information superhighway. Yeah. The information is there. Yeah. The question is, do you know how to ask the proper questions? Mm -hmm. Hey. You can find the answer. Yeah, that's real talk, Every, man. All the information is right here in front of you. <laughs> Omni man, I appreciate the, the back and forth, man. So definitely. So once again, all the things you listed were the pros and they're beneficial. And so there's another side of the equation that I wanted to address by mentioning the whole things that really has me concerned because those are things that are not talked about. So all the benefits have been given, but not too many people are willing to put a checklist of full of things that could be problems because. But the question is. Yeah. The cons. So watch this. Just the very first one that comes to mind, based upon that statement, the question you just put: What is the con? It's ultimately that this system that's being introduced, which will be a part of our future, is by design, and my gut feeling is that it's not intended for our benefit. People will benefit from it, as such as you are now. But in the end, when we get well into this new system, when cash is gone and gold and silver will be out of our children's memory banks, all they're going to know is digits. And then they won't know what it's like to actually have the opportunity to make a transaction with someone else without there being a public ledger or private ledger or some type of technology, communication, smartphone, pri privacy taken away type of gadget. Because once we go solely digital, there's no going back. And I believe that the future, when it comes to being solely digital, can be very uh, questionable. I put it like that. So because in the end, like, and I'm not sure, I'm not sure. From what perspective you talk VPN. I'm talking about, and and so depending on from a spiritual standpoint, knowing that there will be one day the the desire for government and man and kind in general to reduce us to a single government with a single source of a medium of exchange. And this technology is a great entry point. It's a great entry point to get to that type of system. And I'm, I, I personally, from a spiritual standpoint, believe that that's just as realistic of an event that will occur because it's, you know, I can go with whatever, but I believe that is real to where this is the beginning of that to me. And that's one thing that has okay. me like, let's, let's, let's slow down a little bit. Not, let's not rush for mass adoption so fast because it will come because it looks like the powers that be also wants to participate in this as well. But yet once we go that route, there's no going back. And that's of concern to me. How 
do you figure there's no going back? I thought everybody says gold has always been here and gold would always be here. Gold and silver is, it will, but yet between now and the time we're solely digital, ain't no telling what the role of gold might be. And for sure, there will be no... It cannot control what you and I barter. Right, but watch this. Our children, unless we tell them and teach them about what real money is and was centuries and centuries ago... I guarantee you they remove any of that information from the textbooks, school books, and books, certain books to give you education yeah, that we have. The they huh? that they, I wasn't taught that in school. Yeah. My son wasn't taught that. My yeah. daughter isn't being taught that now. Yeah. I've got to teach them that. Yeah. It's up to you as the individual to teach your own. Uh-huh. You leave it up to the government, you're going to stay stupid. Yeah. Guess what? <laughs> Spiritually speaking, the Bible did warn you. Yeah. It will be a lot of people that suffer due to a lack of knowledge. Mm -hmm. Very true. The knowledge is right in front of you. All the knowledge is right in front of you. People <laughs> just playing stupid and don't want to search. <laughs> I hear you, man. <laughs> well, Omni, man, I appreciate you, man. Let me go ahead and get out this phone and get some more people on here. So I appreciate you, man. Thanks for the chat chat. I, I appreciate you taking my phone, my Yes, friend. sir. Be, yeah, yeah, be good. Right. Yeah, man, I like that one. I appreciate that back and forth there, man. That's real talk. So with that being the case, stay tuned for one second. Got a little, little announcement to share with you guys. Hey there, sorry for this interruption, but I wanted to bring something to your attention. If you've been enjoying this live stream, why don't you partner with me and be a support to the channel via Patreon membership for just a minimum of $5 a month. All you have to do is scroll down beneath this video here, click the Patreon link, then consider donating as little as $5 a month toward the channel. A little bit of crumbs can go a long way, and I appreciate your support. Now, let's get back to this live stream. All right, little interruption right there. And so my little plea for support for those that are enjoying the back and forth and want to be a part of the team in a member standpoint, you know, so I appreciate any offers or whatnot to come about. So we got a couple calls coming in. Let me try to get to them. And so I'm enjoying the back and forth. And as always, whenever you get some good back and forth, I always get thrown off what I was trying to get to. So I got some stuff I want to get to. Hopefully I can get to it. If not, we'll have to do it a different day. So looks like we got a call. Hello, caller. What's your name? Where you calling from? Yes, calling from Atlanta, Georgia. Atlanta, Georgia. How you doing? What's your name, my man? Yes, sir. Van. Van, how you doing, my friend? So, what's in your mind? Uh, yeah, um, just a little. Uh, I guess the first call was, uh, was talking about Trump, and uh, I think I remember you guys talking about as far as how he's going to handle uh, the economy. Mm -hmm. um, this is this is just my perspective on. Um, I think he's actually using the mechanisms that the 1% were using to manipulate the actual economy. Mm -hmm. And what I, what I mean by that is, is that the Fed is going to bless the Fed. Mm -hmm. So if, if the economy does crash, he's going to push it on to them. Mm -hmm. He's not going to push it on to himself. And I think he's going to be actually successful in doing it. And he does that, he's going to actually turn around and they're going to actually pull with the Fed. To be honest with you, I mean, the business that I'm doing, it looks like the Fed is going to be on, on their way out the door. So that, to me, I think he's just using that as a mechanism to uh, damn if you do, damn if you don't. Mm -hmm. Even if, you know, let's say the economy does uh, uh, crash, he's going to blame the Fed. Mm -hmm. Either way, it's, it's going to be pushed onto the Fed and knocked onto himself. And to be honest with you, uh, the science, the research that I've been doing, it, it looks like that already 
theme song goes together as we are now. So it's mm-hmm. just a, I think there's a massive plan going on right now mm-hmm. where, um, you know, everything's going to be reset. But, I mean, don't get me wrong, it has to come down because it can't be, it can't sustain, like you said, for that long. Right. Um, how they're going to actually switch over and make that happen, mm-hmm. I don't know. And I do believe how they're going to do it, I don't know. But I believe that the debt will be pretty much wiped away. And mm-hmm. I think it will be actually through the natural, uh, you know, because we are the number one uh, producer and energy right now. Mm-hmm. And once it gets full, full America, I want to be uh, one of the mechanisms to actually propel us out of pretty much debt, if you understand yeah. what I'm saying. Okay, so I appreciate you sharing that. And so, as far as the, I can, I can hear, I can believe that they're going to try to blame it on the Fed. One issue is most people don't know who the Fed, what they really are. To where, when people are starving in the streets, they when you say Federal Reserve did it, they're the ones, whatever, whatever. Most people won't care. They're going to say all the only thing they know is they get goodies and entitlements from the government. And so, the Treasury, the White House, especially, is the primary house. So it's going to be hard to really point the blame. And then in doing so, you're going to have to have something to roll out. And so I can see the Treasury having some type of crypto coin or they're not going to they can't roll out paper again. And I don't think they'll roll out paper again. So there's going to be something they have to roll out. So what do you think about paper still being around just for the uh, short term? Because when they do, when everything is backed by gold again, which I do believe is going to happen very soon, mm-hmm. I think that, uh, you know, paper is still around. I don't think they're going to totally do away with that. I think it's mm-hmm. going to be back have its value back again, you know, whatever it comes to. So you're saying, like, so the so the paper dollar, like a treasury note or something like that you're referring to? Right, like a treasury note, but but the difference is it will be backed by actual gold as in times past. Uh, that will be, that that's... Just for a short, short term. Yeah, so that, it's a matter of, like, okay, that sounds good in theory because we, we have a point of reference from, from the past, but it's once again, right. like, do we have gold and... I don't think that the United States government will be willing to even bring the gold into the conversation because then I then puts a clamp on them as far as what they can do. If they say every note is backed by how many ever tonnage, that means they can't grow no more. They can't borrow unless they got gold to put its collateral down. So I don't I don't see them wanting to go backwards, referring to gold. I think China and Russia will issue some type of gold back something, which will then force the U.S. to respond. And I think at that point, the U.S. will be willing to accept second or second world type status because they're going to try to keep the paper in circulation as long as they can. Because once again, once they put themselves in handcuffs by mentioning the word gold and silver as money, I mean, it's going to be hard to roll out digital currencies or more paperback notes. People are going to want the physical, but then will we have it? And so that's going to be, it's going to take some time. It's not going to be like a one year, two year. This could be that next decade I'm talking about in that time frame. that type of stuff needs to be ironed out. If not, People will still use Federal Reserve notes, but they're gonna be very, very upset when they don't buy much. Yeah, I totally understand that. I yeah. totally understand that. But hey, and man, uh, one more other yeah. thing. Go ahead. I wanted to do. I want. Yeah, I wanted to understand about um, the political standing because I think actually uh, the political climate right now is actually playing a, a part on the economy. And I think it's going to be uh, the black swan. People say, and, and mm. that's going to actually bring it down. Um, how do you feel about that? Ooh, that's a good one, man. Well, one thing before before you comment, I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, uh, I do believe that, when they release these five reports and, and reports that uh, that dorm and everything is actually 
collecting. I've never seen um, one of our, you know, on up or up go to a different country to pretty much investigate what's going on. Yeah. So when that is released, I think that's going to be the actual black um, to bring the copy all the way down. Okay, so yeah, I I recognize that information there, and I hear what you're saying. My only thing is why that particular information. Well, you know, you know, there's been so many other things mentioned. There's so many, you know, what is it, Alpha? Uh, what do they call? Um, they got. Th I forgot. I'm drawing a blank. But they got so many different. There's been so much talk of leakage of documentation for the longest, and. What actually had a chance to actually do some good was this whole Epstein situation from a month or two ago, but now that's gone. And so I had imagined that there will be no true leakage of information that will call out political figures, especially, nevertheless, the, 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 the owners of the 1% group. So all that information to me, it sounds good, but I have no trust or confidence that there'll be any re revelation given that will bring down anybody that could show us that there is a fair and justice system that's possible. So until I see it, I don't really look forward to actually it coming about. So I don't really bank on it, basically, is what I'm saying. Right, I totally understand that. But it's good, it's good to have hope, and it's good to believe, but I just, unfortunately, I don't really believe in much man can do at this current moment because we put ourselves in a very tight situation. So the current knowledge we've used to get in this mess will definitely not get us out. So... But uh, hey, man, I appreciate the call. It's such out of head where at this point I think they have no choice but to uh, hold people accountable for you know for the thievery that they that they've done for to this country you know for so long. Yeah. I think that, and you know, I'm a, I'm a man of faith myself, mm -hmm. and even in a book, if you if, if you know if you dig in deep enough, it even talks about where there's going to be a season where. People will be receiving more things back. Now, what you do with that mm -hmm. is going to be, you know, it's up to you. I mean, I believe that there's going to be a time where, um, even when Joe took when there was a famine, I mean, there's going to be a time where we're going to be receiving what we need to receive. Mm -hmm. um, so, and I think that we're in that time. I think people are, are, are blind to that fact. Yeah. Um, was laid up for the, you know, I wish the scripture uh, was uh, something about laid up for the judge. Uh, Something for the wicked and the, the wicked. The wealth of the the wealth of the wicked is laid up for the just. Exactly, mm -hmm. and, and I think that's where we're at in time. I think that we're in one of the most uh, greatest times that we can ever uh, be in. To be honest with you, and I think that it's it's not being mm -hmm. shined on uh, shined on properly because of the negative uh, climate that yeah. we're actually in. Yeah. Hey, man, I, I agree. I agree wholeheartedly, and so a lot of my assessment of where we're at and and, and personally how I fit into all this. And so I've been, you know, one of the things we're thinking about, you know, my my message as far as what I'm willing to put out there and put my name on. And it ultimately has to boil down to, 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 to wisdom. And so the, I'm convinced that the greatest asset we can have at this current moment is wisdom and wisdom from a biblical standpoint, because man has tried everything they can and it's not working. So we need something else. So, you know, wisdom is the principal thing. And then the Bible says, of course, with wisdom, get understanding. So yeah, we need to we need to seek a higher power definitely because right now we're in a world of mess, but we did it to ourselves. But God's people always makes it out. That's a good part about it. So that's why I'm not a doom and gloom guy because this is a great opportunity for those that are aware and know how to take advantage of it. So I believe I'm in that camp. I pray to God I'm in that camp. So I hope he take care of his boy like he always has. But hey, man, I, I appreciate your calling, man. <laughs> I appreciate the call. Thank you so much for 
Thank you so much. Yes, sir. Appreciate you. Thanks. Be good. Yeah, man. Good stuff. Good stuff. Good stuff. All right. So we're going to keep it moving. So we're approaching our 45 minute piece. Let me, I'll take another call or two and then um, get ready to dial back. And so, yeah, I love to get back and forth, man. Yeah. And, and so that's where, yeah, you know, part of the whole Bitcoin cryptocurrency skepticism I was mentioning about, I've really been trying to figure out, you know, my approach. You know, what's my, what's my area that I'm supposed to, excuse me, comment on? And it really has to do from a spiritual standpoint, man. Like our only answers comes from your, your actual foundation of your beliefs like if you're not standing on something solid a rock you're going to be tossed and turned and blown left and right and you're going to lose your mind in this current environment so i think we need to get back to the basis which happens to be in the word of god that's my personal opinion so i might end up having to have a little bible study with you guys every now and then break out some word and we uh, edify each other through the word of god what you guys think about that let me know about that life uh, what else you got here? It says 25,000 Chicago teachers to go on strike. Yeah, I saw something about that. So Chicago or Illinois is the only state that allows teachers to strike at the expense of the children, it looks like. I mean, look into this a little further. Yeah, like, what? once again, what will the teacher truly benefit from this? You get a couple dollars extra on your pay. But ultimately, it won't meet your needs in the way that you believe it will. But it will hurt the children for sure. But this is the system itself, so I'm not surprised. It says 25,000 Chicago teachers to go on strike after rejecting district's latest offer. So going on strike, that means thousands upon thousands of kids will probably be sitting at home, not being indoctrinated or, I'm sorry, educated. So, yeah, it says teacher strike the city's first in seven years and the only second in more than three decades, but nearly 300,000 300, public students out of classrooms for the foreseeable future. So we got 300,000 kids not in school. Therefore, if those kids come from troubled environments, they're going to be out in the streets causing problems. There's going to be a little crime increase. Yeah. Hello, Carla. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Uh, I lost you there. Give me a call back. I'll get you on here. So, yeah, that's definitely not good news. 300,000 kids will be um, left to fend for themselves. Hopefully parents step up and take care of the kids. Hello, caller. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Mike from Colorado. Sorry I got my accident. It's all good, my friend. How you doing, Tim? What's on your mind tonight? Good. All right. How many ways can they – Bitcoin, right, which is the king of the hill as far as crypto goes, right? Mm-hmm. How many ways can you think of that they can – Pretty easily stop that. Ah, that's a trick question, Tim. You're trying to get me trapped, right? You're trying to trap me right there. Um, no, no, I'll, I'll tell you three. Okay, you give me three then, Tim. How about that? You give me two. You give me three. Okay, this busted. Uh, I think it was South Korea, a mm -hmm. huge pedophile network. Mm -hmm. They tracked Bitcoin, which they've done before because it tracked the rip off. Uh, what was that huge one when they the the, the uh, Exchange for stuff. Uh, uh, Mount Gox. Yeah, Mount Gox. Yeah. yeah. Well, they 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 tracked that guy down. Mm -hmm. And supercomputers and quantum computing can easily break, can easily track all that as long as it's identifiable once, mm -hmm. right? Because you don't ever ever touch, you know, yeah, currency that it's just peer to peer. It's kind of hard. Yeah. But so there's one. It can track it. Mm -hmm. They can attack the exchanges, which are already nothing more than derivatives. Mm -hmm. The exchanges are, tr are trading more than they have. 
they're derivatives. Okay. So let's assume you have your own wallet, right? Right. So, you know, obviously that's the only way to go. Mm-hmm. And you have to have a good wallet. Because some of the wallets have already been tampered with before you get that could be that could be that could be possible. I mean, I, I can I, I can roll with you on those uh, on those three ways or whatnot. And so I'm sure we got people watching that already can, already can dispute that. But it, that's why this is well, great open I, conversation. I got more for you. Go ahead. Okay, so when you grow cannabis, right? Mm-hmm. They track you down by your your electrical usage. Yeah. <laughs> and it's pretty darn easy to find anybody that's mining. Mining at a mining at a yeah okay mining at a, at a at a yeah okay sure okay I, I can I can roll with Anywhere. you there. I mean if, if you turn on you know some couple hundred watt lights and then you shut twelve hours later your signature on your smart meter is complete an algorithm can catch that you know yeah so if you're burning I mean like I get reports on how much electricity I use mm-hmm. either you're normal or you're not normal yeah <laughs> and the guys that know they grow a lot out here in Colorado are not normal. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they use more than their entire sector. Yeah. So I mean, it's a it's an old brain, and we've already had this discussion over here. Yeah. You know what they're gonna do? The dollar can't live. They can't use gold. Other countries are threatening gold. Mm-hmm. The central banks are already talking a centralized cryptocurrency. Just I think even today or yesterday. Yeah. Put, they're getting you ready. And then what they're gonna do, obviously, is that convert us to what they call digital. Even though we're already digital, we have a few dollars floating around. Right, mm-hmm. like two percent of our current, yeah, roughly. Yeah. So that's not hard to get rid of. You just make it illegal, just like India. If you don't get rid of your dollars, they're no good in three months. So this is a no-brainer. They're going to centralize us. Mm-hmm. That will be the market. That's very similar market the beast, except mm-hmm. you haven't accepted it into your body. Yeah, not yet. I would imagine that that's that's to come. We might have some time for that one, but oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, you're totally right. And by the way, about a week ago, you had a podcast on about, no, it was one of your short flicks during the day. Mm-hmm. And you started expressing your concerns about how this is a trap. Yeah. Where's the first one million Bitcoin? I know, look, the CIA, the government created this thing, dude. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so that's one that's one of my questions that I'm con- I'm conscious of as well, the, the origins of it. And so ultimately, when it boils down to it, it's the fact that it's created by an entity on this planet. So therefore, some right. some some scientists, some group of people put their thoughts together to come up with this computer protocol that's doing what it's doing. It's extremely exciting, but it was created by man. Therefore, it's fallible and, and capable of being manipulated by man as well. So that's the ultimate hang-up, is that it's created by man, and everything man usually does yep. tends not to work out in the long run. So far, but I mean, Bitcoin blockchain, it's, 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 it's going to get its run. I believe we're going to get we're going to get as much we can out of it until that quantum stuff comes into play. And then we'll see. Hopefully there are some adjustments made to the protocol and stuff like that. It gets a little tougher. But my thing is, don't bank on it. Don't hang your head. Don't depend your life. Don't put your last dollar on it. Is basically what I'm saying. Like, you know, diversify, diversify. Don't, I don't trust it at all. I'm not going to touch it. And yeah. I followed it for oh, three years now. Mm-hmm. So check this out. I think it was financial turmoil with Glenn in Canada today, and you brought up a good point. Mm-hmm. Where are they going to get you? So, obviously, get your weight up, right? Yeah. So, you get your weight up. Let's say you're looking pretty good. Yeah. How are they going to steal your weight without confiscation? Without coming to your house, they're going to steal it. How do you think they're going to do it? How are they going to steal your physical? They're going to they're do it through taxation. That's how they do it. If you, try to, if you try to liquidate it and actually go out into the economy to do something with it, it's going to be a... 
75% tax on it, right? <laughs> or something like that. That would be, I think that would be the first likelihood. The second likelihood is uh, illegal, which they've already done. Yeah. Before. They only made it legal again in the early 70s. Mm-hmm. Okay, so here's the other way. This is what Glenn on and Tormo was talking about. They mm-hmm. have a character. They, <laughs> when you're starving, because if you haven't noticed, we've lost 20% of our food source in the United States this year. Yeah. Australia's hammered with drought. Yeah. Pig, you've got the pig problem in China. They're in deep crap. Mm-hmm. Okay? So food, food. They always starve you out. Well, guess what? Mm-hmm. When you need food, you will start with the scraps metals in the uh, yeah, when it comes down to that, I mean, if it's either starvation or, or or something of that magnitude, yeah, you're gonna come out of whatever it needs to 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 to, to eat and to breathe to stay alive. So, yeah, yeah, man. So yeah, so that's scary. Scary. How close do you think we are? Because every day, I mean, people are going. I'm feeling it. I'm mm-hmm. feeling it. Nah, yeah. See, I, I'm not. I'm not feeling it. I, you know, I'm not like. I think uh, this thing has been going on well before I was born, so it's not like it's like yeah. imminent, but it's starting to collide because every nation is having the same problem. Now, before it was just one or two right. or three. Now it's every. So we're a lot closer we're now. We're all connected. It's all the same thing. We're all connected. What about the repo? Do you see how many billions of dollars we're burning up a day? Where's it going? Yeah. Who's getting all this? Yeah, that's. I, I think I think that, that, that... Yeah, so it, it's all yeah, that not stuff counting, like that. Not counting the interest. That we're paying them every day. They're buying. They, when this thing was down, they bought the world. Mm-hmm. They bought the world from nothing. It's a genius Ponzi scheme. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Tim, man. I, I appreciate you as always. Okay. okay. Hang in there. That's probably good work, Mike. I appreciate you, my friend. Be good. Okay. All right. <laughs> yeah, man. So that's the thing. Like, it's so much stuff going on. We could go on forever, but we can't do that because it's getting late, people. So I appreciate everybody hanging out with me, as always, man. I try to get as many calls in as I can and uh, let everybody have a chance to share their voice. I mean, that's what this show is about, a voice for the people. You are the people. So, as always, appreciate you for hanging out with me. And so, with that being the case, anybody new to the channel, make sure you give us a thumbs up. Just hit that button beneath this video. Thumbs up. Show your support and love there. And, as always, uh, all the information you need here, free resources, all the material, all my interview, everything I've done in the last, what, five or six years, uh, ultimately can, can be linked to at the bottom of this video here. And with that being the case, by the sign off, I appreciate everybody for joining me this evening. And with that being the case, hey there, sorry for this interruption, but I wanted to bring something to your attention. If you've been enjoying this live stream, why don't you partner with me and be a support to the channel via Patreon membership for just a minimum of $5 a month. All you have to do is scroll down beneath this video here, click the Patreon link, then consider donating as little as $5 a month toward the channel. A little bit of crumbs can go a long way, and I appreciate your support. Now, let's get back to this live stream.